My Seven Chakras, episode 154. Life is not a dress rehearsal. The Seven Chakras, swirling vortices of energy, positioned throughout our body, from the base of the spine to the crown of the head. For thousands of years, this ancient wisdom has been passed on from master to disciple. What are the functions of these energy centers? And could these chakras help you unlock your destiny and find your true purpose? Welcome to My Seven Chakras. And now, your host, Aditya Jai Kumar. What's up, action taker? AJ here, founder and host of My Seven Chakras, the show where we dive back into the ancient world, uncover nuggets of wisdom, and then brush them off with the help of science. This is a show where we strongly believe that science and spirit go hand in hand, and that failure is definitely not the end, but a source of feedback so that we can learn. and grow. This is one show where you not only learn about the practices but also get to learn how our guests used those practices to face life's obstacles and challenges and ultimately take charge of their life. Action Tribe, we have a super episode in store for you today, but before that, let me ask you this. Have you ever read a book or taken a course only to lose motivation later on? I mean, the first week or even the first few months are usually great but somehow life catches up right in reality it doesn't have to be that way they say that you are the sum average of the people that you hang out with if you are an action taker and regularly listen to our show you also need a platform where you can connect with interact with and get inspired by other action takers in our community and that's exactly why i created our private members only my seven chakras facebook group so if you aren't a member already visit this link that's my7chakras.com forward slash tribe that's my7chakras.com forward slash t-r-i-b-e once you see the group send me a join request and i'll approve you a sap and with that action drive we are now ready to bring you our featured guest for today tanya brown so tanya are you ready to inspire i am ready to inspire awesome so tanya brown is a psychic clairvoyant and clairsentient she uses her gifts to help her clients business coaching as well as psychic clairvoyant readings so tanya that was a short intro about you but for the benefit of our listeners feel free to speak a bit more about your story about your background and welcome to my seven chakras well thank you i'm very excited to be here just listening to the introduction i'm a huge fan <laughs> this is my kind of people um my background i'm a psychic clairvoyant and clairsentient and a lot of people will say to me what does that mean that's you know i think that a psychic and a medium and a clairvoyant it's all the same thing and i've actually discovered over the years my gifts and i use my gifts to actually help my clients whether it's in business and it's in life their careers i help them with their intuition and i've helped them to get clarity in terms of any issues that they're having going on currently Now as a psychic I have the knowing. It's like being in class when you're in college and you want it, you're taking a test and you wish you had the answers. It's like somebody whispering the answers in your ear to a mm-hmm. test that you're taking. That's where the knowing comes in. As a clairvoyant, I can actually see what's happening. It's like sitting in a movie theater and the curtain opens and I see the movie playing out when I tap in to do readings for clients. And as a clairsentient, that's actually I can get the feeling of what clients are currently feeling. Just Just to give you an example of that one cuz that seems a bit vague. I was doing a reading for a client and she wanted me to focus on her business. And since she gave well actually she didn't want me to focus on her business. She just wanted to get all the information. And 
my first thought was, well, I want to feel what's going on with her so I can get an idea of where her best needs are. And as I tapped in, focused on her energy and said to my guides, let me feel what she's feeling. I started to have a shortness of breath. I started to have trouble breathing. I felt a panic attack. It felt exactly like a panic attack. And when I got on the phone with the client and I said to her, first thing I said to her was, I have to tell you, when I connected, I had trouble breathing. I feel like you're going through a lot of stress. It was a panic attack type feeling. Her first words to me was like, she's in Australia. So she used the term gobsmacked, which is their (laughs) slang. She goes, I'm so gobsmacked that you said that because for the past six weeks, I've been having trouble breathing. And that's where the clear sentient comes from, the feeling. And my first thing that I said to her was, look, I don't have any medical background whatsoever. Watching television medical shows is probably as close as I got to a medical education. So I don't want you to use my information as medical advice. I want you to go to a doctor and have them back up what your issues are because I felt stressed, but I have no medical background to give you that. I'm just telling you what I got. She did contact me afterwards and told me she went to the doctor. They ran all the tests. It was stress. So that's where the clairsentient comes in, the actual feeling of I can tap in and feel what a client's feeling, anxiety, stress, or whatever it is that they're feeling. And I never know what to expect. Mm -hmm. So thanks a lot for clarifying the difference. Clairvoyant, as you mentioned, is seeing and clairsentient is actually feeling what your client might be feeling as you've shared in that very clear example. Now, before actually beginning the interview, we usually take some time to get inspired and be ready for the stories that you're about to share with us. So help us understand what is your favorite inspirational quote and tell us how you apply this quote in your life as well. Sure. My favorite inspirational quote is from a Broadway musical, which I'm a huge fan. It's life is not a dress rehearsal. And that's meant in the respect that, you know, life is short and I don't mean that in a morbid sense. I mean, life passes you by the months, the years. You need to take action for what you desire in life and not sit on the sidelines waiting for for life to pass you by. So I always remember life is not a dress rehearsal. It's time to open the door and step out and live. I love that. Life is not a dress rehearsal. Short and really impactful. Thank you. Action Tribe, you need to take action. As Tanya mentioned, you can't sit on the sidelines. It's your time to step out and really embrace whatever challenges you're facing and also take action towards empowering yourself. And that's something we're going to learn about today. So Tanya, how does a person go about finding out if they have a psychic gift? Because I'm sure that people have that gift that is waiting deep within, but they aren't even aware of it in the first place. That's a very interesting question. All of us are intuitive. Our strengths and intuition vary, but we're all intuitive. And I grew up knowing that I had good instincts. Mm -hmm. I never really thought of myself as having any other gifts, but I realized along my journey, and I'll actually tell you exactly how it fell for me. As I discovered my gifts, my memory of certain things that happened in my childhood came out. One of my earliest memories was as a child of seven years old in my little twin bed in my room in that zone between being asleep and awake. You're not fully conscious, Mm -hmm. but you're not asleep. And I felt a presence in the room and it literally was a, a weight at the foot of my bed, like somebody sitting on the bed. And I started to get nervous. And as I started to get nervous, I heard the words, it's okay, I'm your grandmother. I opened my eyes and I noticed two things. 
One, nobody was there. And the second one, the words were never said aloud. It was in my head, very clear. Now, as a child, I didn't get up and go and tell anybody. I dismissed it and went and had some parent make me breakfast. I forgot about this memory until later when I've always had dreams come true, whereas it was literally verbatim. I could dream that I was in the office. The VP is speaking to me. I had an out. I was had a certain outfit on. He said this. I said this. He said this. It was very scripted. And it would my dreams would come true within seven to uh, 14 days. I would know when some things were going to happen in my life. I considered all this information to be lucky and just coincidental. I never gave it any credentials. I just thought, oh, it's a coincidence. I've had dreams that, you know, in the middle of the night where they would remind me that my passport was going to expire. I just thought, oh, that's that's lucky. There was a period of time where I went to my move up. My moment was when I actually went to a past life regression event. And I'm fascinated with psychics, clairvoyance and mediums. And I've always gotten readings and everybody told me I was psychic, but I never believed them. I thought that was just something psychics tell you when you get a reading. It's just par for the course. I never gave it any uh, credence. And they even said the spirit of your grandmother is watching over you. I went to the past life regression event with the hopes of just having a good time and no expectations. I knew I could never meditate because I couldn't stop my mind from moving. I would try to meditate. I'm thinking of my dry cleaning, my laundry, bills need to be paid, things I'm going to do. So I couldn't shut my mind down. I go to this past life regression event and there's a room filled with 500 people. And in that short period of time, when the speaker goes into the regression, in that moment, I got to, I saw what I was supposed to see. I not only was able to focus, meditate, but have a past life regression. And there was a moment in the event where they asked you to take an object from somebody, a stranger that you don't know, and get the images or the reading that you would get from that object. And it's called psychometry, the energy that an object holds where you can actually get information from an object. You don't have to be psychic to do this. It can happen to anybody. So I did this in the event. And the minute the woman gave me the necklace, I heard the words, her mother. It was literally like somebody whispering in my ear. And I was very skeptical. And I thought to myself, of course, it's her mother. She's a woman. She gave me a necklace. Of course, the necklace would belong to her mother. I start to see her as a child walking along the beach and I clearly knew it was her as a child and I saw her dog and I'm thinking, okay, I'm still projecting this. I'm not, I'm being skeptical. I'm thinking I'm, I'm imagining this and I'm, my ego is creating this. So I even said, of course I would make this up. And I like dogs. I don't like that type of dog because it was a Labrador retriever. I'm like a little lap dog, a little small Shih Tzu-ish type dog. In the image, the dog came up to my face and licked my face and said, I'm real. So at this point, I'm just kind of a bit shaken. And I'm thinking, well, this makes no sense. I don't understand how I saw what I saw. So when I open my eyes and the lights go on, the instructor tells us to tell the person that we are holding the object for what we saw. So I told her and I felt I just blurted it out. I, you know, it's your mother's necklace. I saw you as a child on the beach with a dog walking along the shoreline. She starts crying hysterically. And she says, that was my mother. She died five years ago of cancer. That was her beach house that we went to every summer. And at that moment, I thought, maybe this is real. Maybe I didn't imagine it. And again, being skeptical, I spent, I went, I belonged to a lot of business Facebook groups. And I went into one of the groups and I said, this is what happened to me. 
I would like for anybody who wants a free reading, I will volunteer a half hour of my time and do a free reading for you. I'm going to, t- I want to test this out. I want to see if this is actually mean something. And I spent a three days just doing back to back readings and everyone was spot on. And at that moment, I realized, A, this is not a joke. It's, I do have the gift and I am, it is what it is. And I created the book that I have, which is um, all about me becoming a clairvoyant because it's basically for somebody like myself. Because when I realized I had a gift, I was very hesitant to admit that I was a psychic because I watch a lot of these psychic shows and I don't get my information like they get them. I see psychics walk down the street in these shows and they automatically stop somebody and say, hey, your mother wants to speak to you, your uncle or... And I'm like, that's not how I get it. I thought that there was one box that fits all and I didn't fit into that box. So obviously I can't be a psychic because that's, I'm not fitting in. Mm -hmm. And in talking to other psychics and clairvoyants, I realized one box doesn't fit all. And it's like snowflakes. No two are the same. We all get information differently. And I basically wrote this book for people who feel that they have a gift to discover that there are various ways in which you can connect with spirits and with your guides. And there is no one way that works. It's the way that works for you. Mm -hmm. Now, it is rightly said that the intuitive mind is a sacred gift and the rational mind is a faithful servant. We have created a society that honors a servant and has forgotten the gift. So it's true. Psychics are often met with some skepticism due to the lack of science to back up the readings. Yes. So how do you handle the skeptics? Because you said yourself that you were once a skeptic as well. <laughs> you know, it's funny because the skeptics I found are not really skeptical. I go into mm-hmm. various networking events or I have people that I meet out and about who ask me, what do I do? And I'll tell them and they'll first say to me, oh, I don't believe that. But let me tell you what happened to me. And I'll find during this event that this person is glued to my side talking to me and trying to get me to give them a reading but then they're saying they're skeptical Mm. so it's interesting because i don't i feel like people are not always skeptical they just want you to prove it to them they're on the fence Mm. they're interested but they need you to prove it to them they need you to and there's such a thing called called evidential reading Mm, and that's that's something that we all do and for uh, good examples i don't like reading my friend because i know them so well that i don't want to project my information my ego onto them i want only to see good things so i don't want to project things that are not being the correct information and a friend of mine kept asking me for a reading and I said, okay, fine. Reluctantly, I said, fine. And I connected with her mother, but I wasn't 100% certain that I wasn't putting my ego into this reading. So I said, give me something that I would not know. You know exactly how much information I know about your daughter. Give me something that I know that will prove beyond a shadow of a doubt that this is accurate, that this is not me projecting it, that this is being fed to me from you. So she gave me one word, evergreen. That word means absolutely nothing to me. So I started to give my friend the information regarding the reading. And I said, the one word your mother gave me as evidence to prove that this was accurate was evergreen. Now, personally, I thought that that was just bogus. It meant nothing to me, the word. So I wasn't sure if it meant anything to my friend. The minute I said that, she said, oh, my God. My mother's favorite singer is Barbara Streisand. The song Evergreen, she played every single weekend. (laughs) 
So there is evidence that a psychic can give you to show that they're not just making this up or you're the psychic or the person who's feeding you information is accurate and you can trust in the information. And when I used to get readings on my own, true psychics will ask you only for your name. They don't need uh, your month or day of birth unless they're astro- they do astrology. They don't need anything from you. And I actually prefer to, when people want readings, I prefer for them not to Facebook friend me because I don't want to inadvertently know anything about them. I like to go in blind so that I'm more confident with the information that I've gotten because I have no basis for knowing this information. So for someone who's new to this space, what exactly are spiritual guides? These are people that have passed on, that have chosen to watch over you. We all have guides. Like in my instance, I have a, I call it a psychic posse because I have a group of five spirits that watch over me and they're headed by my grandmother Mm. and I can feel their energy. Like it's literally like being in a crowded room. You can't touch them, but you can kind of feel the, the, like, I don't want to see bodies, but you feel the energy around you and we all have them. I mean, I'm not special. We all have guides and spirits that watch over us and they do talk to us. We just don't listen. Because sometimes we'll think it's ourselves, Mm -hmm. just, you know, talking to ourselves. And I'm sure you've probably found times where all of a sudden something pops into your head and you have no idea where that thought Mm -hmm. or idea came from. That's your guides directing you and helping you. So as you mentioned, these are people who have passed on and have chosen to guide you. We all have them. And we might have not just one, but in your case, four or five. Now, I'm sure that many of our listeners would like to know more about these spiritual guides. How do we know they exist? And is there a way that we can communicate with them? You can, if you're good with meditation, if you can clear your mind, you can actually connect with them. And that's one of the things that I, I talk to people about just doing. If you need, say, for example, you need an answer on something in your your business and your life and you don't trust your instincts, you want to get a little more help, clear your mind and ask the question. And the information that's fed to you at that moment is your guides talking to you. And one of the things that you could actually do, because one of the things that, oh, you could do two things that are really helpful in addition to meditation. When you are going to sleep, And I don't mean when you are at the verge of falling asleep. If you Mm -hmm. are putting on your PJs and preparing to go to bed to fall asleep, ask a question. Because when you are in REM sleep, your ego is not involved. You're more receptive to receiving information. So when you go to sleep, ask the question and you will wake up with the answer. And even when in the morning, when you are in the, uh, you're not awake, but you're not uh, really asleep, do that again. Your guides will actually feed you information that I like to say, use the uh, phrase that um, I do readings on myself in the morning because my ego hasn't had her coffee yet. (laughs) And same thing with everybody else. Ask a question. Your guides will feed you the information and you're more receptive because there's no ego blocking it. So there you go, Action Tribe. We've just received our first action step that you can try out tonight itself. So Tanya, till date, what has been the most amazing reading that you've done so far? Could you walk us through the experience in terms of what you saw or what you felt? One of the readings that I had, again, I have no idea what my clients look like other than, you know, the their social media profile because I get a lot of clients from social media, Facebook, Twitter, so forth. And one client, I went through the process of 
I start meditating because I'll get, I get a lot of my information before I even get on the phone or Skype with a client. Sure. So I will tap into their energy. And by that, I mean, I will, I will say their name in my head and ask questions. And it's like sitting in a movie theater. Like you don't, the movie may start, it may be running late. The curtain hasn't opened yet. So I'm literally waiting for the curtain to open up and show me images of what's going on. And I will ask because a lot of people will say, will tell me everything. And I'm like, well, my God, are not going to give me everything. I have to be, you may say, give me everything. I have to be specific. So when I'm meditating and tapping in, I'll say, okay, you know what? Show me what's going on in AJ's business. And then I start getting a reel. And as the reel happens, I will start asking questions like one guy in the UK asked for information regarding his business. So I specifically looked in and I saw, first thing I saw was it's a membership site. And I started to, I didn't get a good idea on what type of membership site it was, but I did know that it was a membership site that he was working on. And I knew that he was looking for funding, but not like a funding in terms of Facebook or Snapchat, that venture capitalist funding, but more like Mm -hmm. a partnership, somebody partnering with him who was going to be a silent partner. And I actually saw him flying to meet with this guy. And it was somebody he did not already know. It wasn't a family member or a friend. And I also saw the logo of his business. It was very graphic. I saw the colors and I saw some more things regarding his business, but those were the things that kind of stood out for me. And when I was telling him this, he was talking to me about the guy he just is working with regarding the the uh, capital and he thinks he's going to sign with them. And then he sent me a link to his membership site, which was still in beta test form which was literally what I saw, and the logo that he had, which matched the images that I saw. Another client, same thing. She was asking me about everything. So I focused on her health. I thought, okay, let me feel what's happening in, in her health. And in that moment, when I said that, my arm started to hurt and I felt a circulation problem. And again, I have no medical background. So when I get this information, it's literally like I feel it and they're whispering, you know, the information. And then I, I live in a city and I saw her literally on the back porch of her house with tons of trees. And I said to her, I'm like, my God, I feel like you live in a forest. Mm. And she kind of took offense to that. And she was like, well, I don't live in a forest. And I said, look, I live in the city. If I see five trees, I think it's a forest. She said, well, you know, there are five trees in my backyard. I'm Mm -hmm. like, that's exactly what I'm saying. I see you on your porch looking in the backyard. Now, again, I think I had, I got her off. She connected with me via Facebook. So I had no idea who she was, what her house looks like, what the back of her house looks like. But I'm literally describing to her her backyard. And I saw her visually and I told her about her business, which was incorporated with her children. And it was it was some kind of if I remember correctly, it was some kind of camp. But I literally saw exactly what she was going to go through, the partner that she was going to meet with, which coincidentally, she told me that was a woman she met with a week ago. And she was unsure if she was going to go into that partnership. But I totally saw it happening. And I saw her bring her children into the business with her. It was going to be a um, something involved adults and children. And that was something weighing on her head because she was curious as to how her children could be part of her business as she was going through the process of divorce and she wanted to ensure that she's giving them ample time as well as building the business at the same time. So um, on the the health, when I told her about the health, she literally did have problems with her arm and the circulation. She said it's gotten better, you know, but uh, 
the fact that it was so specific. When I get the the clairsentient aspect, like the, the clairvoyant, the seeing doesn't shock me anymore. But when I actually get the feeling, that shocks me. Because it literally is just, it's like somebody like nudging you so quickly, you know, it's a physical thing. I mean, I had a client who, she, it was in, way in the beginning, and this was just after I was doing free readings to test my skill, and she was trying to negotiate with me. And I just was, I didn't feel like bartering back and forth. And I remembered standing in my office, and my arm was burning. And I couldn't understand why my arm was burning. I'm like, I'm in a room with air conditioning and I have a sweater on. Why is my arm burning? And I heard, she's going to burn you. I was like, oh, Mm -hmm. my guides were trying to get my attention and I wasn't listening to them and they didn't want to work with her because they knew she was going to try to burn me financially. So they gave me the burning sensation to get my attention. That was the shocker. (laughs) Interesting. (laughs) Well, thanks a lot for sharing those stories with us. Our show is about taking action and building that momentum towards our vision. So based on what you've shared today, if you had to ask our listeners to take one action to tap into their intuition, just one action, what would it be? I would have them start meditating because the clearer you get on the goals and desires that you want it's the best thing that you could possibly do a lot of people want change and they want a better life than they currently have or a better day than they had the previous day but they don't have a clear vision of what they want the minute you can get clear on what you want and you desire is the way that you can actually get it. One of the things that I've learned over the years is the power of that, um, just manifestation. One of the things that I would love for your listeners to work on is manifesting the things that they desire and learning that it's actually easy to do. And it's not watching the secret and seeing things like that because it's more in depth than what the secret actually shows. Manifesting things you desire is all about knowing the look, the feel, And the feel of how it's going to feel for you, the emotion behind it, and what it's going to look like. And once you're clear on those aspects, it's yours. Action Tribe, to access the show notes for today's episode, visit my7chakras.com forward slash 154. That's my7chakras.com forward slash 154. Obstacles cannot crush me. Every obstacle yields to stern resolve. He who is fixed to a star does not change his mind. This is an amazing quote by Leonardo da Vinci. Action Tribe, you have a choice to let the obstacles around you come crushing down or push through and break through those obstacles. It's all in the mind. And if your mind is focused on where you want to go, if you have a stern determination to make it happen, if you have a powerful story in your mind that empowers you, the obstacle is just a learning moment. So Tanya, take us back to a moment when you experienced a major challenge. Firstly, how did you come across that challenge in the first place? And then how did you take steps to overcome that challenge? It kind of ties into the manifestation though. So it was years ago when I was working at a company that literally was a soul draining experience. It felt like one of those bad soap operas where emotionally people were attacking other people verbally and plotting against people. And it was not an area or place that I desired to be in because it was really soul crushing to go there every day. And I decided one day that I wasn't going to, this was not going to be where I was going to be. This was, this was my now, but this was not my tomorrow. And I literally thought about 
where I was going to be. And I just visualized what, for me, my perfect form of employment would look like, what my perfect job would look like. And I visualized not only the visual that what the company would look like, but I visualized what the my coworkers would be, the attitude that they would have, how they would be fun loving and entertaining, and I would it would be a joy to go there. It would be a place that I would be appreciated. And I actually had the emotions behind it of how I would feel walking into such an environment. So not only was I visualizing what it would look like, but I was also thinking of how I would feel in that environment. And I gave myself a cutoff of what date this would transpire. And to anybody that I spoke to outside of the company that I was working in, if they asked me about my job, I would, you know, tell them, but I would say it's fine Mm -hmm. because at this date, I will be working at a different place. And I put my energies into focusing on how I can make that happen. In addition to visualizing the fact that it was going to happen. And between the combination of the two, I did that. And I realized that's one of the things that you can do. Just take action, know that this is for today, this is not forever, and things will change. And you can make those changes. Wonderful. So as you look back at your life, and especially that very incident, what is that one major life lesson that you'd like to share with our listeners? Always trust that tomorrow is going to be a better day than today is. That's indeed empowering. Thanks a lot for sharing that story with us. You shared that you were initially in an environment that was very challenging for you. That was not of the energy that you would want to be a part of. But you didn't give up. You took action. Mm -hmm. Even though you weren't satisfied, you imagined what your future space would look like 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 you mentioned the co-workers how they would feel like which circle that you would want to be a part of you imagine what sort of feelings you uh, really wanted to have emotions the happiness that would be associated and you put a date on it and i think that's really critical action tribe not only is it important to have a vision or a dream but you need to put a date on it so that the universe knows when you want your vision to really manifest and you gave that entire vision energy every single day and that's why it did come true and uh, that's That's inspiring. I'm sure a lot of our listeners can take note based on uh, how you manifested your ideal workspace. So thanks a lot for sharing. Thank you. So Action Tribe, I hope you've enjoyed this session so far as much as I have. Remember, while it's important to take massive action towards your goals, it's also important to do whatever it takes to Take care of your vehicle. It's important to do whatever it takes to get closer to your vision. It's important to manifest as we're learning so much today about manifestation, developing and tapping into your intuition and developing your clairvoyance. Take some time to take care of your body. Eat nutritious organic foods, meditate so that you can provide food for the mind, exercise on a regular basis and do yoga so that you can exercise your chakras. Because as Khalil Gibran so eloquently put, your body is the harp of your soul and it is yours to bring forth sweet music from it or confused sounds. Mm, I love that. <laughs> Satanya, as on today, what is your life's calling? My life's calling is to help others, help them create the business and life they desire by tapping into my gifts and helping them in that manner. My gifts were given to me to help others and I enjoy doing it anytime I can. That is amazing. Now, what is that one defining moment? That one book you read or maybe that one experience you had, that one conversation maybe that you had with somebody that really changed things for you? The book that was changed my life was 
by Brian Weiss, and it was Many Life, Many Masters. It's a book about past life regression. Mm-hmm. And my learning that I actually had a gift was at a Brian Weiss event. And this book was part of the journey that I went on to discover it. Beautiful. And with that, we've arrived at the very last round for today, the wisdom round. Four questions that need four rapid fire responses. So I'm going to start with out of all the advice that you've received in your life, what's the best advice that someone's ever given you? You have everything you need. Name a personal habit that keeps you strong. I never give up. All right. So Tanya, what's your morning routine like? My morning routine is I actually do meditate in the morning and connect with my guides and I work out um, afterwards. My next question was name a book that you'd like to recommend for our listeners, but I believe you've already shared that book. Mm -hmm. That is Many Life, Many Masters by Brian Weiss. Yes. So we'll have that up in the show notes. Action Tribe to access today's show notes, visit my7chakras.com forward slash 154. That's my7chakras.com forward slash 154. And going forward, if you ever have a doubt about where the show note is, it's just our website forward slash the number of the episode and you'll find the notes over there. So Tanya, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you. Tell us something that you're grateful for today at this moment and also tell us the best way we can find you online. I'm grateful for all the amazing friends and family that I have. As you were saying earlier, you are the sum of the people you you hang out with and I hang out with amazing Mm. people and I'm very grateful for that. Um, You can find me at www.learnstjulian.com and uh, that's it. This was uh, great to talk to you and I really enjoyed uh, being on the show. So thank you for having me. Awesome. So we'll have this link up in the show notes for sure. Thank you so much for coming on our show, reminding us about the amazing gifts that we have like intuition, clairvoyance, clairsentience, and to really trust it and take action towards it so that we can develop our gifts, not only for the benefit of us, but for those around us as well. And also thanks for taking us one step closer to a human revolution. Well, you're so welcome. Thank you again. seven chakras go to my s-e-v-e-n chakras.com download your free gift get inspired and take action transform your life today